0: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to another episode of the troy to go variety show i'm your host troy and it is good to be back um again i know another week off you know without a podcast but hey consistency is key and i don't have it and i'm locked out that was the joke i was going for there but um you know just want to pop in say what up to the fam and just kind of check in with everyone see how everyone's doing. We're living life. I'm recording this on a Tuesday night after work. So far work's been okay this week, but we're getting through it. We're living, we're loving. Um uh something that's new with me, I have a goatee now. I'm committing to the goatee life. I'm going to keep it for probably a long time cuz I actually really like how I how I look with it. But Every time I look in the mirror, I'm just like, holy crap. I look like Nick Nurse. Toronto Raptors head coach, Nick Nurse. Coach of the year, Nick Nurse. Because he's got the goatee. He's got the glasses. Um, We have pretty comparable hairlines right now. Mine is running away much faster than his. His has been holding on a little bit longer because he is a bit older than me. Uh, But, hey. We're committed to the goatee. We're that we're in that Nick Nurse lifestyle. I love it. No regrets here from me. But um, what I actually wanted to come and talk about today, for some reason, I was just kind of thinking about it and you know running through topics and things in my head. And I really want this podcast to be me and you know various guests when I have them on to just talk about the things we love and for me there is one thing that's been consistent as long as i can remember in my life of things that i've loved and it's spider-man spider-man has been everything to me um for pretty much my whole life uh he's my all-time favorite fictional character um with the impact that goes far beyond the movies, the comic books, the video games that, um, you know, he's a part of. I think that Spider-Man at his heart and what he teaches you is so important. He always teaches you to um, fight for the little guy. Stick up for those who can't do it themselves. And when you are in a position of power and when you have you know, access, privilege, you know, things that other people don't, you fight for those who who don't have it. With great power comes great responsibility, and I just think that that message really kind of encompasses Spider-Man as a whole, and that's why, you know, he stood the test of time. That's why, without, you know, being like, hey, this is Spider-Man, you know who Spider-Man is. You just... He's just such a pop culture icon. Um, I mean, you can't watch you know Saturday morning cartoons without running into him. You can't go down the video game aisle without seeing Spider-Man. You can't go to the movie theater without seeing Spider-Man. And I mean, as long as I can remember, I've just absolutely loved the character. He's got an amazing look with the red, the white, and the blue, and the black, um, and the webbing. And he's just, I, I mean, he's got a cool power set he's one of the strongest you know people because he's got the uh, appropriate strength of a spider you know and they can lift like eight times their strength so spider-man is eight times stronger you know than the average human than the peak human he's got super sense he's got he can swing he on his webs he's got amazing acrobatics he's agile he's quick he's fast he's strong he is just awesome all around amazing and you know, I've I always wanted to be Spider Man. And this is probably one of the dumbest things I can say about myself is I used like if I found like a spider on me, I used to let the spider bite me. And like I wouldn't care if it like I had a spider crawling on me because I was like, oh, I'll get bit by a spider and get superpowers like Spider Man. And you know, like. On the playground, a little spider would bite me or something like that, and you know I'd start running around and just going crazy, thinking that oh I'm super fast now I'm super strong and stuff, not realizing that I was just probably a first grader with a lot of adrenaline because he just got bit by a spider, um, and I th- that's all hundred percent true, and I'm not just making that up to make it up. It's it's honestly true. I've I've just always loved Spider-Man. I had a Spider-Man action figure. It was I to me it was the first action figure I ever had. It was like I think it was like a 13 inch, twelve inch, you know, tall. You know, so it was a decent sized Spider-Man and it was um it was the best. I loved that thing. It was just so cool. I always had it with me. I was always playing with it. You know, and it got a little awkward because, you know, we were playing with our Ninja Turtles who were, you know, four inch, five inch, six inch figures. And then I'd come with my big, tall ass Spider Man and save the day. Um, My brother didn't always like that, but hey, I played by my own rules and I'm playing with Spider Man. Um, And, you know, and all of my love for Spider Man, I mean, I have to attribute it all. It all to. The 90, 1999 PlayStation video game. The Neversoft video game. The Activision and Neversoft game. That that game was so perfect. Um, It captured Spider-Man and what he stood for. Each chapter of the game felt like a standalone. Um, well, I guess there was some narrative threads that kind of connected throughout. But it felt like... Each chapter and each level that you beat, it felt like its own comic book. And to top it all off, it was narrated by Stan Lee himself. And that just made it so much more special because, like, the game opens up with the cutscenes and Mysterio is released toxic gas across the whole city, which is why you're just like swinging rooftop to rooftop in that game. You never hit, you know, New York. You never hit the New York streets. You're always up top on the buildings, which kind of made for a cool atmosphere and, you know, kind of made up for some of the limitations that the PlayStation 1 had. But it was a super simple video game. I mean, me and my brother beat it when we were, like, what, four and six or, like, really young. I mean, it was one of the, like, the very first, like, video games that we beat together. Um, Up until then, you know, every video game we played... You know, it's either backyard soccer, or backyard baseball, where, you know, you play through and you win the game, but you can't really beat the game. This is like the first memory I have of beating a video game. And it was just such an amazing experience because once you beat the game, you could start over again at a higher difficulty and you unlocked new different suits. So you could, like, it was the first game that I can, you know, again, that I've ever beaten, so i never, like, experienced that before, and it was always so cool to go back and replay it, you know, this time we wanted to wear the black symbiote suit, or, you know, or, like, the Scarlet Spider, you know, it had, it was super cool, super cool game, and it had a lot of, you know, subtle nods to other uh, Marvel characters, some not so subtle, I mean, there's a cut scene where Spider-Man's playing poker with Punisher, captain america in daredevil at the end of the game like after you beat it and put all the bad guys in jail and i think mean, i just think it's super cool because those characters kind of pop up throughout and it's just an amazing amazing thing and then you know and that spawned probably one of my favorite video games of all time spider-man on the playstation 4 again great game great story um this one, you you know, as you're controlling Spider-Man, you feel faster, stronger, you know, more agile than all of the enemies you're fighting, and you know it. It did what for Spider-Man, what Batman: Arkham Asylum did for Batman, where when you're playing this game and you're swinging through New York, you feel like Spider-Man, and as a Spider-Man Stan, a Spider-Man Die Hard, I can't begin to describe how amazing that felt for me. Uh, playing that game, yes, beating that game, I did cry. Um, it's a very emotional game, and it had an amazing story. Probably one of the better, you know, Spider-Man stories I've, you know, really sunk my teeth into. Because as in terms of the comics, I'm not as well versed as I am with the movies and the video games. When it comes to Spider-Man, but I'm making my way through them. I'm, you know, reading older comics. I'm going back. You know, I I know a ton about the character. Um, I just haven't actually digested a lot of the material myself. Um, Shout out to Geek History Lesson. Probably one of the best geek video or, you know, geek podcasts ever. Um, Each week they do a deep dive on a different character construct or idea from pop culture, and they go down and break the history of it, important storylines. They give the timeline of the character, and it's amazing. Shout out Geek History Lesson. One of my top three favorite podcasts of all time ever bar none um so i just want to give them a plug not that they need it but hey and gosh and then you get the comics and my very first spider-man comic my very first comic book period and i mean those who know me now know i'm a comic book fiend i love reading comic books they're i don't do books very good but comic books I love. It was from, I got it in like fourth grade, I want to say, um, from like the book fair at school. And I saw a Spider-Man comic book. It had, you know, it was a small little book. It had like four issues in it, just like a little volume of kind of whatever, you know, storylines, you know, the Scholastic book fair. And I picked it up and i read that thing you know probably close to 20 times in my life you know i would sit down and i would just cover to cover just blast through it you know once a year and and probably more than that and i just think it was really cool because you know it starts with spider-man fighting the vulture and i think he's a kind of an underrated villain a little weird because he's just some old guy who likes to steal things, but I think it's really cool. Yeah. And all the other ancillary characters in Spider-Man, I can't even begin to just, you know, to to dig into those guys. And I I just think the world of Spider-Man, let alone the world of Marvel, is so rich and such an amazing character. And, you know, he's special. He's a very special character and very special to me. Um... You know, and I don't think I'm the person I am today without Spider Man, as weird and cliche and dumb as that sounds, but it's true. Um, you know, I, ugh, he's just amazing. And then you got all the Spider Man movies, which are all awesome in their own right. I mean, I just, I'm rambling again, but I'm talking about something I love, so I'm going to do that. I'm all over the place. Um, and i think what they did with spider-man homecoming in the mcu was unreal you got a real authentic you know high school drama you know story featuring peter parker and and you know spider-man was a big part of that but it, it's those movies are really peter um and i think it's they they're near and dear to my heart, both Homecoming, Far From Home, him and, you know, all the Avengers. I remember the first time seeing Tom Holland as Spider-Man in the trailer for Civil War at the very end. I, I about lost it. To me, that was the pinnacle of my life, the coolest thing ever. I didn't imagine we'd ever see Spider-Man alongside Captain America, you know, Iron Man, Hawkeye. Thor. i never thought we'd see that and being able to see it was something super super special to me because i'm you know like i said i'm a diehard marvel guy i love the mcu i've seen every mcu movie in theaters at least once some of them twice age of Ultron i saw in theaters twice within 24 hours um and it it's just, it was just awesome i think tom holland's the best spider-man the Tobey Maguire movies are good. You know, they all, e- each of the Spider Man movies have their moments. I was really, I really did like Andrew Garfield. You know, because when he was Spider Man, he felt like Spider Man. Um, and how I was accustomed to reading him and seeing him. You know, he was quick. He was funny. He, you know, he had the quips and, you know, he was smart. He was a genius. He was making his own web fluid. It was a very comic accurate spider-man the peter parker is where it kind of fell apart in my opinion but the relationship between him and gwen was unreal it was really really good definitely the highlights of those movies but and that, that's gonna be it for me rambling here about spider-man and so <laughs> i'm just gonna wrap it up here remember folks as always with great power comes great responsibility don't forget you to go back. Spider-Block is Spider-Block is Spider-Block on video Rogers, Spider-Block is Spider-Block is Spider-Block